Hey everyone, Xavier here, and welcome back to episode three of the Cyber Club podcast. In this episode, we discuss recent information security news, our spring 2021 semester, and much more. I would also like to take this time to thank our sponsor, Crisp. You ever experienced background noise during your online meetings? Well, you can use Crisp to mute it all at once. No one on the other side of the call will hear a thing. You can level up your conferencing game by hitting the link in the show notes below. Thank you for the support and enjoy the show. What's going on? This your boy Arius. And Xavier here for episode three of the Cyber Club Podcast. How you doing, man? It's been a yes, long sir. time yes, since sir. we are recorded. doing all right. Good, good. It has busy with life, school, work, and all of the above. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, school is uh it's tearing me up too, but I was looking at our calendar, we're actually almost the halfway mark of the semester, man. So it seems like it's been pretty stressful, but we're all we're almost done. Yeah, because I'm doing, was it the, like the eight-week type classes, so as soon as this next first set's done, then oh, yeah, I'll start awesome. my next set. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds good, brother. Sounds good, brother. So, um, You're... I got a lot of news today. You have anything you want to bring up before I get into the news? Because uh, a lot of things have been happening in the cyber world, man. It's been been crazy. I mean, go ahead. So, like I said earlier, we haven't recorded in a minute, so I got a lot of news articles. Um. The first one I'm going to kind of uh, dive into is actually a personal thing um, yeah. when it comes to cybersecurity. Um, as you know, I just dedicated one of my old laptops to a um, Linux VM, and I realized huh, mm-hmm. it's going pretty slow. I think I might have a virus on this or some malware. Next day, Google payouts to bug bounty, bug bounty hunters hit a new high. So pretty much Google extensions had a bunch of malware in it, and it wasn't yeah. uh, detected for years. <laughs> So what what is that exactly affecting in regards to the malware? Like who and what type of applications or even sites that are affected from the it's malware? Ex- it's extensions, right? So um, for those of you that, that don't know, um, Google Chrome is something called extensions. I think they have that for other browsers too. But anyway, I'm only familiar with uh, Google's. They make it to kind of yeah. um, upgrade and autom- uh, automate your um, your browser, right? So for instance, there's an extension to make your horizontal uh, bookmark with vertical, things like that. Things that kind yeah. of on a visual level or even somewhat performance level fixes uh, something or might allegedly, but people were actually creating them for malicious reasons, stealing information, uh, those type of things. So it's pretty uh, crazy mm. to see, you know, to see that. <clears throat> yeah, because I use some extensions. I use, let's see what I use. I use like the iCloud one. I mm-hmm. use the Google Chrome Remote Desktop, NordVPN, mm-hmm. Honey. To get them discounts, oh, yeah, <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that honey actually works. Well, it looks like Google extensions is almost like the Apple Store. There's a bunch of random apps, but there's really no governing governing body over them like that. At least what I know. Right, anyone can make them. You saw what now? As I feel like anyone can make a Google like, Chrome yeah, uh, extension. extension. Yeah, yeah. They can, you can put whatever tool in there you want, good or bad. Yeah. So going back to the news, um, Google's payout to bug bounty uh, hunter hunters hit new highs. Um, they paid them up to six point seven million dollars. They found vulnerabilities in Chrome, Android, and other Google technologies. <clears throat> Crazy. So be- before before this this new payout of six point seven, the highest one was a uh, I think it says three point four million. So 
crazy, man. It's it's great that Google is doing this. Double, basically. Yeah, right. it's good that they're doing this, but it's kind of scary if you're a Chrome user. You know what I mean? Especially right. if if uh you know if a extension is going <laughs> unnoticed, is being malicious for years, man. So. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of people are Chrome users. If not that, then you're a Safari user. And right. It, right. Other than those two, you're honestly not going to use anything else because right. I don't use <clears throat> Mozilla or um, Bing. Oh, yeah, Firefox just gives me migraines. You just feel <laughs> like you're using the computer in the 1999 when you use Firefox sometimes. <laughs> oh, and Internet Explorer. I mean, some companies, it may, they require to use Internet Explorer, but mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of weird to me. I yeah. don't really like it. Yeah, so before... Uh, resorting to wiping my laptop and when i logged into chrome it says you may have malicious extensions you might want to you know check that out so if any of you listeners aren't too tech savvy and you are seeing that message please please delete that extension and do some analysis on your computer please investigate please investigate yes because uh no bueno all right so let's see what else i got in the news so google chrome that's pretty cool to see google's paying out that amount of money um, I think on average it said about thirty thousand to fifty grand went to each person that worked in their research group. So shout out to them, man. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Next article, yeah, pretty much it goes deeper into detail about those extensions. So let me see if I can find a little something, something. Yeah, so here's it goes in a little more detail here. The malware in question, which is hidden in popular third-party web extensions, contained backdoors that downloaded and executed JavaScript. It attempted to steal personal information such as birth dates, email addresses, geolocations, and device activity taken from a victim's Google account before sending it back to the attacker's control server. <laughs> That's great. That's wild, isn't it? <laughs> yup. <clears throat> as soon as they grab all that, they grab, grab your password and easily just hack into all your stuff. Right, right. And they actually, they actually go into some of these um, extension names too. All right. So it looks like there's about five or four of them. Um, the first one was mm-hmm. video downloader for Facebook. I know that was a very popular one. People were trying to record. Is that video downloader? Yeah, for Facebook. Yep. So if you guys have that mm-hmm. or had it, please yeah get your computer cleaned up. Uh, Vimeo video downloader, Instagram story downloader, and VK unblock. Now the scariest thing for me is the Instagram story downloader, um, especially because a lot of these meme pages they download you know these other people's stories. You know what I mean? So yeah. you can only imagine how many of these people with influence on the internet are actually using these extensions to, you know, make content. <laughs> That's very scary, man. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Wow. Um, interesting enough, the malware itself did not trigger until three days after the extension was downloaded to avoid immediate detection. And see that that's that's why they weren't caught for years, man. They were so slick about it. Wow. Right. Wow. So yeah, I'm going to definitely have these articles in the show notes, but um, Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm a victim of that and uh, it caused me to wipe my laptop before I actually could install anything on it. So, yeah, and it seems like it's a lot of downloader type extensions, too. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So be very wary of that. <laughs> you know, if you have an iPhone, yeah, just really use, use that screen record. Like that. Yeah, don't don't get caught up out here. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. So um, another new Spotify. They're in the news again. They were hit with a a credential stuffing attack uh, late last year in Q4. Um, I think it was November, December. And they were hit with another Mm -hmm. one uh, just recently, uh, this month. So um, I'll give you guys kind of a definition of credential stuffing. It's pretty much where um, a group, a malicious group, will take bots and um, they'll either buy a bunch of credentials or get them themselves and just rush websites to get into their server. Okay. So like I said, in this previous way that this malware was stealing your information, these guys are probably using these extensions to pull off attacks like this. 
So let's go a little. Yeah. You understand what I'm talking about here? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, so so this is what the news says. Spotify suffered a credential stuffing attack that used stolen credentials from some 100,000 users, a security reporter discovered. Last November, 300,000 accounts were affected. <laughs> and you don't see this in the main news area. This is scary. Scary stuff. Let me go ahead and delete my Spotify. And I don't need to do all that. <laughs> let, let, <laughs> let Spotify. <laughs> let Spotify hire you. <laughs> Is that pay me? Compensate me. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's very sad, man. They're getting uh, very creative. This is actually my first time of hearing of a credential stuffing attack, unless you know it was called something else on a different website. But um. Oh yeah, same. Yep. Yeah. So those were a couple uh, news articles from a few weeks ago. And um, this week's news, let's see, I got this one right here. Oh, yeah, a little bit of government stuff. I love the government. I want to work for you guys one day. Please love me. I love you. Anywho, the U.S. indicts North Korean hackers and theft of $200 million. Yep, the U.S. Justice Department unsealed indictments against three men accused of working with the North Korean regime to carry out some of the most damaging cyber attacks over the past decade, including the 2014 hack of Sony Pictures, so everybody remembers that. The Global WannaCry Ransomware Contagion of 2017. That sounds like a movie. And the theft of roughly $200 million and attempted theft of more than $1.2 billion from banks and other victims worldwide. Three guys did all this damage. Mm. Wow. That article came out actually today. So, yeah, that's very new news. Um. That is awesome. I'm happy that CISA and the Department of Homeland Security are still making these moves to make some things happen. So that's awesome to see. Right. Awesome to see. Well, while those three guys are being indicted, someone else is getting sent to jail, unfortunately. <laughs> From mm. Forbes, 30 under 30, to jail. Nigerian fishing froster gets years in U.S. prison. That title was savage, wasn't it? We're going to holler at you. From Forbes to federal prison. We're going to holler at you. <laughs> all right, so his, I'll mess with you. Right, he's a Nigerian man. Um, his name was Obi Wane Okeke. How do you say that? Sentenced for masterminding a transatlantic BEC scam. So I'll go into a little detail for you guys to give you some information if you don't feel like reading the show notes. He's 33 years old. He, op- he operated a group of companies known as the Invictus Group based in Nigeria and elsewhere. From approximately 2015 to 2019, him and his cohort systematically scammed hundreds of victims through a fraud that relied uh, onto hacking into email accounts of prospective marks. Compromised access to corporate email accounts was used to message victims with targeted instructions on how to make payments into accounts controlled by the fraudsters on a variety of pretexts, such as payments for fictitious invoices. Okay. So in a nutshell, it sounds like they're uh, getting a CEO or someone that works in the C-suite's email address. Yeah. And sending out emails to their either their superiors or their subordinates to try to get some uh, money sent to them. But a hundred mm. ooh, hundreds of people. You know what's crazy about that dude? What? If I listen to, if you listen if you listen to the, the the past article, those guys took nearly one point, you know, two billion. This guy had a whole LLC. <laughs> he only had eleven million. That just shows you um, right. the disparities. I don't I don't want to say talent talent because these guys are criminals. I guess their skill set right. and I being mean, at the end of the day. Yeah, they're t- yeah, they're very yeah. <laughs> that is kind of talented. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of skill. Yeah, yeah. It just being shows just you the disparity in the radar like that for so long. Yeah, it shows you the disparity in skill set, man. That's crazy. Three guys took yeah. you know 
upwards of a billion dollars. But, you know, that could have been because they're still in a cryptocurrency, too. These guys are just going after just straight up cash. Right. Yep. That is crazy, man. So he is indicted. Yeah. I think he was sentenced to what is that? Yep, ten years. No, he was sentenced to Yep, ten years in US prison. Wow. The DOJ is not playing, not playing. I don't want to go too much to these mm-hmm. articles, guys. So if you wanna read more about it, um, down in the show notes. And the last little bit of news I got today was the most, you know, surprising one to me. I was astonished to see this. Kia Motors was hit with a twenty million dollar ransomware attack today. I hate Kia. <laughs> and do not like you. I don't know something about these. They're South Korean. Yeah, South Korean company. I do. I. Oh yeah, this is the. Car. I'm a big car guy. Oh, yeah, and, this is the car guy. Yeah, right just <laughs> this. I don't know. I've had a bad feeling about Kia, Hyundai, all the above. Their their whole. Mm-hmm. Their whole car company is just trash. Right. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Kia. No, honestly, it was only a matter. It was only a matter of time for something to pop up in the news about like that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> So this goes into a little bit of how they um, got caught in the predicament. Um, yesterday, they reported that they uh, suffered a nationwide, a nationwide IT outage that has affected their mobile uh, Uvo Link apps. I guess that's the um, mobile interface in their cars. Phone services, yeah, payment like systems. Yeah, the Honda MyLink. Okay, okay. Payment systems, owner's portal, and internal site. So they shut them all the way down, all the way down just to get into it. Well, that is crazy, dude. That is so sad. So sad. Arius, if you guys can see his face, he's not impressed. He doesn't care about Kia. <laughs> I am not. I'm, I am not. Like, I mean, all these other car companies are fine. Like Chevrolet with their, uh, was it Chevrolet MyLink or something like that? Honda's doing fine. BMW's i whatever is fine. And then right. there goes Kia. I just, Hyundai and, and the Genesis line is not too far, honestly, right now. Right. I cannot imagine the stress that these IT guys that work for them are under. Exactly. He's like, I'm risking my job trying to fix this and un- unbeknownst to who's actually easing up on in their crib, mm-hmm. hacking into the software. Yep. So I feel for him, honestly, but Kia as a whole, right. I ain't getting no sympathy. <laughs> right. Crazy. Feel bad for him. I hate to, I just hate to, like, if you think about the solar winds attacks, all those different these major attacks in the news, just imagine being the IT team. Just even imagine right. being a cybersecurity contractor for them. You know what I mean? Having to go into that nonsense, mm-hmm. I um, hope they get it figured out. But it's not like they'll be paying out that $20 million pretty soon. Right. And, the, and the contractors, because I was a contractor at one point, and, mm-hmm. and as a contractor, it's kind of stressful because, right. I mean, I guess because you're in, in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also the first to be cut if anything were to hit the fan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Contractors, they do them dirty. They, uh, yeah. You fart in the Not room. do them dirty, but just you're, you're in a little more heat to show and prove. So yeah, if, yeah that's if true. something happens and it looks like you're not necessarily showing proving, they can show and get the booting. So <laughs> yes, get the booting. Your, your like spot that, is yeah. 100, in, in 100% secured. Right. Um, as a, as a contractor for certain companies, mm-hmm. that I mean, it's not like a bad thing for the company. I mean, it's it's a good way to easily filter out who really wants to be there mm-hmm. and who actually is showing and proving and putting that work in and hitting the ground running Yeah. Um, compared to someone. Oh, let me just hurry up and get this check. I mean, mm-hmm. it's money. It was like, mm, you want to, you want the job. Right. But, um, but some people, it's, it's a lifestyle where mm-hmm. they, they don't like to stay within a company. Cause you know, uh, it's a big thing with all these houses. Like you see a lot of millennials or, mm-hmm. uh, Gen Z's and X's and this, that, and the other, like basically everyone under 30 mm-hmm. that lives, 
day-to-day YOLO type. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm a part of the mix, but I don't honestly feel like I'm a part of the mix mm-hmm. because a lot of a lot of these people, they, they want to hop around, not necessarily saying one spot, like a house or um, a car, mm-hmm. phone. Like, people hop out their phones first six months, first year. They move out of apartments after a year to different locations. They swap cars, get the leases. So they don't really feel that... Um, I don't know, the 100% necessary or the necessity to stay in one place. Mm-hmm. They're not chained. They don't like they don't like the commitment. There it is. They don't mm-hmm. like the commitment. So I, f- I feel like uh, the ones that do work like the temp type jobs or like the contracting type jobs, certain companies fall within that area. Yeah. I like the younger, younger crowd. It's like, ah, I mean, I'll, I'll hop around, hop around jobs. I mean, it's cool for uh, teach his own, I guess. That ain't me. Yeah. And that's it's kind of funny you mentioned that because uh, you're hiring guys that necessarily probably don't care about your predicament. <laughs> I, hate to say, I hate to say that, but uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man, it's exactly. uh, all these attacks and, you know, talking I'm, to a company is like, I mean, shoot, I just work here. <laughs> I'll be out and switch companies tomorrow. Right. Shoot. Well, I was talking to, I think, I was talking to my mentor about this a couple of days ago, talking about well, actually today, actually, we're talking about the state of cybersecurity in the industry. Um, yeah. You and I talked about this in the previous two episodes, you know, the influx of more cybersecurity degrees and everybody hopping on it. I really hope that um, mm-hmm. the culture changes, you know, and yeah. these, these companies don't want to rely on these contracts that really don't give a dang about the company. <laughs> they can actually get some hard exactly. work and people that care and we can actually get some progress going, man, because uh, this ransomware attack, like I said, is 20, 20 million, man, in Bitcoin. And uh, mm-hmm. if they don't reply within however long they told them to. It goes to six hundred bill. It goes to six hundred bitcoins, thirty million dollars. So, uh, shoot. Speaking of Bitcoin, I started mining a couple oh, yeah, yeah. weeks ago. I about actually, that. yeah, yeah. Started mining. Um, I actually bought some Dogecoin. Oh, nice, and nice. I sold that. Mm-hmm. Um, and made made a good little bit from mm-hmm. that, and then I sold it, and then also purchased some Bitcoin. It mm-hmm. was about not a whole lot. Let me check and see how much I actually got. Yeah, I mean, you know, Bitcoin's like a million bucks. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been um, I've been investing consistently. I do like a little monthly uh thing to the app that I use. Yeah, and I'm still making profit. I got so I'm point zero. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, no, no, for sure, definitely making a profit. I'm up five percent since I put ten bucks in there, which is mm-hmm. what about fifty nine cents. So like, I put in, so I got basically zero point zero 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 two zero nine six one. Mm-hmm. Um. Equity now basically almost at eleven bucks. Right. So it's it's growing. Um, but the thing with the mining <clears throat> is basically make making money basically off of doing nothing. Just <laughs> can you off the off the work my PC's doing. Can you explain mining to people that might not know? Our listeners that might not be familiar with cryptocurrency or mining. I'm not a hundred percent on it, but based on the research that I've done prior to setting it up and uh talking with my friend Matt. Uh, mining is basically a it 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 there's only a certain amount of Bitcoin out in the world. And if it's not Bitcoin, then it's uh, what's the other one? Uh, Ethereum. Ethereum. That's what I'm. Ethereum. That's what I'm mostly Ethereum. invested in. Yeah. Yeah, Ethereum. So if it's not one of those two, then it's definitely um, something else. I mean, because you can easily mine for a whole bunch of stuff. But I mean, whichever's worth the amount or whichever mm-hmm. has the increase and has the availability to be mined. So. Money and cryptocurrency is completely different. 
cryptocurrency is a set number that's been made and you have to have or uh, I guess rely on the miners to do the finding of the Bitcoin to mm -hmm. say one of the say I got an Aries Bitcoin and I've maxed <laughs> it out at five million um, Ariases mm -hmm. and I want um, and people want to buy them. So in order for them to buy them, I need I need algorithms to run in order for the Aries big Aries coin to be found. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then it's all right. So we've maxed out. So whatever's out there is out there and money is easily printed. Mm. loses value so I, I, that's why i feel like uh like the bitcoin is has a higher i guess dollar amount worth mm -hmm. compared to the actual dollar so basically yeah my, my computer's running the algorithms to find and i guess create the bitcoin that's already out mm -hmm. and then allow the actual people to purchase and um stock and withhold and um and i basically get paid based on the mining that I'm doing and I, and I get paid. Let me see how that works. Let's see. Let's see. I'm using nice hash. Mm -hmm. but I mean, there's, there's other um, <clears throat> applications and services you can use to mm -hmm. um, mine. So I'm mining and I think I've mined about 0. 0.0005189 mm -hmm. Bitcoin, which equals out to about seven, uh, $27.06. And I've done this for about, <laughs> I'm going on two weeks now. So when you think about it, $27.06 made from literally doing nothing in mm. two weeks is <laughs> money earned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But the only thing is with the bind, with, with mining, um, you have to account for how much you have to pay in energy that mm. you're using for your PC coming from your house mm. or a warehouse or anything like that. Because there's a lot of people that are out there using uh, farms. Not mm. necessarily farms, farms, but it's they use this rig that uh uses solely based off their gpu their graphics um power supply mm -hmm. and they have it set up in these in these rigs off of a mining motherboard and it it's crazy because i saw this youtube video the dude had like seven different i guess rig stations mm -hmm. all mining at the same time he was like this man's making some dough and the bill's not actually that bad that you have to pay um once you figure out how much you're actually making and how much energy your whole setup is using, which it doesn't really use a lot. Right. Probably just pennies on the dollar. So it's, like, it's definitely worth it. Something, something, um, I guess our viewers should definitely look into if you're into that type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and if, and if your graphics card or even rig can, um, handle that much power, <laughs> cause I actually had to look up and see, uh, what numbers mine would cut, what, what was possibly do. Mm -hmm. So I average about, two three bucks a day mining mm. um that's based on uh what, whatever type of uh mining i'm using mm. and the graphics card that i have i got the uh was it 10 1660 super so i mean it's, it's decent i mean people with the 3090s uh, <laughs> hitting astronomical numbers we don't yeah, like you but i'm fine with mine Is that yeah, right? so we don't like you 3090 guys you bought them all <laughs> all right got that money money but yeah, um, mining's pretty cool, man. Especially if you have the, um, you know, the power to really make a good profit. Um, when I first discovered yeah. cryptocurrency and mining, well, I was back in high school. This is over, dang near seven years ago. Yeah, um, I watched a lot mm -hmm. of documentaries about it. There's two groups: a group of guys in Japan and a group of guys either in England or Canada. Um, They're buying out whole warehouses, you know. Mm. And they pretty much it was like data centers, but just jam packed with fans and. <laughs> 
the technology to mine, you know, because when you mine, yeah, you're facilitating all the transactions that happens when someone buys, sells, or trades uh, cryptocurrency. So, um, you know, it's a crazy, it's a crazy number of transactions. So you can only imagine uh, how much power that can take. And you know, these guys are paying over a um, million dollars in electric an electricity bill just off of their their farm, as uh, right. Aries called it. So crazy, man. It's uh, it's very cool. So. I probably it's a never booming get... market, booming market. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. But yeah, so if you guys aren't in the cryptocurrency, definitely look into it. Um, you know, the technology that's supposed to be backed by. <laughs> I read an article and it's saying that ninety percent of cryptocurrency is not even used for the technology it's supposed to be used for. It's been primarily exactly. used for uh, investing. That's kind of sad with me being a techie and uh, you know wanting to see change in the financial markets. But hey, to make some money, you guys should really look into it. I recommend it. Right. And then you can easily convert into normal USD or whatever yeah. uh, money market you guys are in, your domestic dollar. Yes, sir. Well, speaking of projects, um, that's a pretty dope project you, you got. Thanks for sharing with us, man. Um, my yeah. projects, I finally bought my Raspberry Pi cluster from Notion Point. So I will be undertaking the Pi Hacker experience here in the next coming weeks. Um and I will be creating YouTube content to go with it. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And like I said, too, I dedicated my laptop to a Linux server paired OS. So mm-hmm. I've been, I'm touching up on my Linux skills and hopefully Python skills pretty soon. Man. So good things are in the work, man. I'm trying to stay sane going through these college courses. So I'm trying to, you know, enjoy some things that I like to enjoy when it comes to tech. Same. I actually got some homework I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> we all do at this point. It doesn't matter if you're in college or not. Yeah. We all got homework to do to, to better ourselves. Oh, yeah, brother. Happy Black History Month, too, man. Yup. Happy Black History Month. Oh, no yeah. power to the people. Yes, sir. Hey, man, it's going to be a good month. Though. We already got a lot of good content coming out. Judas and the Black yeah. Messiah came out. Love that. Love that. Ooh, <laughs> yep, yep. And another another one to bring back is a uh, um, Black Klansman. What about what about Black Klansman? That Spike is that that uh, is that another one to bring back is a uh, Black Klansman. Oh yeah, that's that Spike Spike Lee joint, right? Yeah, that's Spike Lee. Yeah, with Denzel's son. That was yeah. a great movie, man. That great. was a great movie. I think I might actually rewatch that. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir, man. Yeah, we actually ran a poll on our. Um, on our um, Instagram, social media, Instagram, mm-hmm. yeah, about doing um, movie reviews. So we got a good um, percentage of of wanting to listen to some reviews and whatnot. So we're definitely gonna hop into that on our next episode. Uh, doing uh, probably start off with uh, <laughs> Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of um, go from there. Yeah, a lot of upgrades and updates coming to the podcast. Uh, Help you guys yeah. get some more consistent content out there, you know. So I'm looking forward to it, man. We're going to make a lot of moves this 2021. Definitely excited. Definitely excited. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, I think we're uh, a pretty good point. We got through a lot of news and the updates. Uh, you got any final words for the listeners? Keep at it. Stay vigilant. Um, <laughs> peep the six. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Watch your back. <laughs> whether it be in real life <laughs> and or uh, uh online and stuff because this is what is crazy y'all um people getting windows shattered um getting robbed getting shot um hey just be careful oh yeah be safe also be careful yeah because i mean 
we we are in coronavirus uh lockdown not lockdown uh <laughs> quarantine still quote unquote quarantine so we're inside but we still want to go outside <laughs> and um depending on where you're at uh, a lot a lot of states actually still have a lockdown which is actually still a thing in certain states most states or some states don't so we get a lot of uh i guess state aliens that are coming from different areas of the u.s to come reside in your state mm-hmm. and hang out in an unlocked state on a free state basically and mm-hmm. get to pop into whatever they can get their hands on yeah so yeah. just be careful just be careful and stuff we don't want any more stories uh to add into the uh tech talk we got here so Yes, we want you guys to uh, be safe. We want to hear about your successes. So um, be very vigilant online and offline in everyday world, man. Keep your, uh, be on your P's and Q's, as they say. <laughs> yup. All right, well, I just want to say thank you. Head up. Yep, yep. I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Um, you can check out our Instagram at the Cyber Club down below. Um, the rest of our social media will be down below. And we look forward to talking to you guys again. Thank you. Yes, sir. That's a wrap for episode three, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys made it this far, thank you so much for making it all the way through and supporting the show. If you want to continue to support, you can always like and follow or share our podcast. We're primarily on Apple and Spotify podcast. That would be a great help. If you want to connect with us even further, you can find us on Instagram at The Cyber Club. Same spelling as the podcast, which is T-H-E-C-Y-B-R-C-L-U-B. If you're interested in any of the articles that Aris and I discussed during the podcast, you can find that in the show notes as well. Thank you to our sponsor, Crisp. Level up your conferencing game with Crisp down in the show notes as well. As we mentioned at towards the end of the show, we will have a lot of changes coming to the podcast. And the first big change is our first interview will be out in early March. So please stay tuned. Thank you for the support. And we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you.